Hi friends, welcome to another Ambushed. This is uh, number five. This one, I think I want to call it uh, Idolizing the Way of Jesus. I uh, wanted to start a podcast because I felt like I needed to start uh, contributing something to the world, just even in small ways, and I thought this would be a good way. And uh, one of the reasons why I chose the name Ambushed is um, because I wanted to share every so often a thought that had surprised me or caught me off guard. And uh, this was a good one, I think. Um, I've been, over the past year, kind of going through a reconstruction of sorts of my own understanding of the Christian faith. And it's been an interesting ride because it's really been very eye-opening and it's been um, kind of invigorating to try and look at absolutely everything with completely fresh eyes. It's really kind of fascinating. Um, But I was reading a book yesterday um, and it directed me towards this one idea or this one uh, thought about how Christianity is perceived today. And it kind of comes down to Christians making an idol of the way of Jesus, of putting the emphasis somewhat on the wrong things. And uh, I'm sure that this is something plenty of people have probably already critiqued. And I actually do believe that most of the the harshest critiques towards the religious life are already found in the scriptures. If you really want to (laughs) be cut down and and have your faith deconstructed and analyzed, you should really read the Old Testament prophets. like Read them verbatim and try to understand what they say. But... Uh, the book was called uh, Everything Belongs by Richard Rohr, a Franciscan. And it led me to think about whether or not we sometimes, on Sunday mornings or throughout the rest of the week, that we worship the way of Jesus rather than live it. That on a weekly basis, we come together or every so often we meet in small groups or we meet with friends and we talk about these things. And I wonder if over time we haven't come to mistake respecting the life of Jesus with actually living it. Is it possible to look at the stories of Jesus And read them and say, yes, this is good. And then think that's what piety is. I think there's um, a certain amount of self-reflection that's necessary. um, In order to try to be someone who's diligently following after this odd first century uh, 
Jewish rabbi, you know? And there takes an amount of humility to stop and recognize, to evaluate, and to look at things. And maybe say, this maybe needs to be tweaked a little bit. Because I've worked at churches, and I've been to so many different types of churches too, worked at camps, and I stop and I think, what if coming together and reaffirming the things that Jesus did really has not much value in the eyes of the divine. You know? Like, I wonder if God ever looks at people who agree in small groups or in large ones that, yes, what Jesus did here was good. What Jesus did with this one woman over here was good. What Jesus, this conversation he had over here that was good. And then turn around and walk away thinking that they have done the Christian thing. That they have achieved spirituality just because they value or admit out loud that what Jesus did with his lifetime was good. Because I tend to think to only do that is stopping short. Or it's idolatry, or, or maybe it's just putting the emphasis on the wrong things. Is it possible to look at the way of Jesus and value it enough to say, this was a good thing that he did, but not value it enough to say, I need to walk in the same way. I think there's a difference between identifying and recognizing and respecting the way of Jesus and then actually doing it. It's one thing to come together and say yes. The Beatitudes are good. It's another thing to say, I want to live them out. And so I wonder if all these songs and the services and ceremonies and rituals that we have that highly esteem the teachings and the parables of this Jesus of Nazareth aren't idolatry. That might sound odd, I know, right? To think that those things might be idolatry, but to look at these stories and then not to have them inform and transform the way that we do things in this life is still missing the point. It's one thing to come together and be a fan of someone another thing to pattern one's life and one's heart and one's mind after that person. And so one of the things I've been thinking about as I've been 
reevaluating the Christian faith is what if the mark of a Christian isn't that they worship the way of Jesus, but that they in their very lives know how to live out a life of sacrificial love. You know, is there something more powerful in that? I mean, obviously, there must be. To come together and to encourage and remind one another of the importance and even of the life that can be found in trying to live a life of a sacrificial love. And what's marvelous to me is that when you've expanded your definition of what it means to be a Christian to be that, then all of a sudden you can look around and you can see many people are actually already living the way of Jesus. There's a parable that Jesus talks about that Jesus talks about, where he says at one point, there's a man with two sons, and he says to the two sons, go out and plow my field. And one son son says, yes, Father, I'll do that. And then he doesn't. And then the other son said, no, I won't do that. But then he goes out and actually does plow the field. So Jesus, in that scripture, he turns to the Pharisees and he says, which of these two sons actually did the will of the Father. And the Pharisees are, (laughs) Jesus has got them in an arm bar. He's got them wrestled to the ground in this one. But the ones who say yes, but then don't do it, they're not the heroes in that parable. Rather, it's the ones that say no, but then turn around and actually do it. It leads me to wonder, in the mystery of all things, that there might be some people who are outside of the walls of the church who are closer to the heart of Jesus than those who are inside the walls of the church. Is there a difference between respecting and worshiping the way of Jesus versus living it? Somehow over time, maybe it's just a part of the machinery that is religious systems, is that we can often think that to respect and to worship the way that things should be done is piety itself. But I have a hunch, the real piety, real spirituality, that's really been touched by the divine, that's actually walking hand in hand in the same footprints as that carpenter from Galilee, 
are the people (laughs) that just know how to live a life of sacrificial love. Because it's in those people that it really is quite easy to see a life that's been um, redefined and shaped by love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control. You know the rest. So there's a thought for you to be ambushed this week. Think about it to yourself and chat it over with friends about the distinction between worshiping the way of Jesus versus actually living it. What does true piety really look like? All right. So this is a short one, I guess. Or at least I think it is. It's just one thought. But I think it'll be some good discussion um, for people. All right? So uh, I'll finish with that. But also, I have a, an idea that I'd like to try out. And I kind of need some input in order to do it. Is that I would like to do a series at some point. Which would be do a podcast once every day for a week straight but it has to be on a particular topic so if you have any suggestions please uh, put a comment up on SoundCloud or send me something on Facebook or email me if you have that because I think it would be a really fun experience to uh, come up with a series and just try to look at one topic from like seven different angles. All right. So until then, um, have a great day and just try to surround yourself with goodness, beauty, truth, and love and all the things that you do. All right. Until next time. See you friends.